This is Walt from Tell Him Steve Dave. I'm Chris Hardwick. Brian Quinn from Practical Jokers. I'm Jim Gaffigan. I'm getting Steve Dave. Hey, it's Mike Cudlitz from The Walking Dead. I'm Chad Lindbergh. Hi, this is Mike Zapsick. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Men. Brian Johnson of Tell Him Steve Dave and Comic Book Men. It's Misinformation Podcast, baby! Information podcast contains themes and subject matter that may be inappropriate for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Misinformation Podcast by emailing misinformationpodcast at gmail.com or find us on the Twitters at Misinfo Podcast. Welcome to Misinformation Podcast, episode 291, with you as always. I'm Zach. And I'm Weller. Yo. It's been a while. So this is a thing we used to do. I I don't even have an excuse. Yeah, you do. You've got two kids and a full-time job. Yeah. But see, this used to be... Maybe part of the excuse is that I, I see an actual therapist now, so I don't feel the need to... <laughs> <laughs> to get on here and say incredibly inappropriate things that make people hate me. So now I go and I and I talk to somebody. In a healthier manner. Yeah, about the problems that I have. Um, so maybe that's, I don't feel that. You know, it used to be if we didn't record one, I'd start to get the fucking shakes and, and get face punching mad. And and all of the things. Oh, that it was a, Yeah, I remember it was a weekly thing for yeah. a couple of years. Well, and that's how I like... Like that was my tea kettle. That's how I let the fucking steam off. And now it's like I actual psychiatric help. That's <laughs> maybe, um, yeah. So that's 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 happening now. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's noticed me not getting in internet arguments a lot lately because I just. Don't feel the need anymore. So it's chill, Zach. Zach 2.0? Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'd quite call me chill yet. I've had to continue to, to go to, <laughs> to see the therapist. It's it's not... Uh, if I was chill, I think that uh, I wouldn't feel the need anymore. But yeah, it's... Well, uh, compared to where you were then. Well, yeah, I mean, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if that's even really that much of an accomplishment. I mean, to be it, when, you, when you put the caveat there of compared to where you were, uh, angry... Very, just so angry. And that's not saying I don't still get angry. I mean, we're going to get to some stuff. But it's it's uh, <laughs> it's not the, the constant need to come on here and make sure the world knows how angry I am. Um, which is nice because I'm not getting divorced. I'm not uh, going to jail. I'm not uh, hopefully not alienating my friends and family. 
which is good, I guess. That's just, I don't know. It seems like that's harder to do every day. Not go to jail? No, like irritate or avoid or annoy your friends and family. Like it's harder to do that or not do that? To do that. Like oh. to avoid being oh. like oh, okay. someone that's like a lightning rod? Right, right. Well, you know. You can't talk about anything anymore without somebody being completely counter to what you're saying. Well, that's because everybody wants to be outraged. Everybody. It's it's to the point where it's it's so ridiculous, I don't even comment on it anymore. You know, you'll see these people that are, you know, <laughs> the perfect example is this NFL thing. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> I actually, like, I've not been a huge Facebook fan for years, but it's to the point now, like, I picked it up the other day, and, like, literally the first four posts, yep. all about the kneeling shit, and I just turned it off. Yeah, and and it, and it is. That's... And it's so bizarre, um, like the stance people are taking on it. Both the kneelers and the anti—let's—that's what we'll call them—the kneelers and the anti-kneelers. Well, and what they don't realize is these dumbasses are arguing the same point. You know, they're like the 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 people that are kneeling don't realize that they're boycotting the flag and uh, America. They're not by by not by by not standing. To show respect for all of the things about is, America and the flag that, one, give them the right to not stand, and two, are actively fighting for the things of which they want. Like, it's all of the good parts of America that are striving to make people equal and to make sure there's not police brutality and to make sure that there's equal opportunity and to make sure that everyone uh, goes to bed with food in their belly. Those are all the good things about America. When you stand for the Pledge of Allegiance, when you salute the flag, those are the things you're celebrating. So by, by not standing, you're like, fuck those good things. I don't understand it. Why has nobody brought up the fact or commented on the fact that historically for centuries, kneeling in front of somebody or something is a sign of respect? I actually just brought that up in a conversation. Now, if they're turning their back to the flag, I could see, yes, that's disrespectful. Kneeling in front of the flag, I find a hard time saying that's being disrespectful. I I actually brought that up yesterday because I I had one of those moments where I'm like, I'm, I'm talking out my argument. As I'm having the argument, and now to be clear, I wasn't having an internet argument. I was having a discussion with a friend, uh, a good friend of the show, uh, Tony Forsmark, and uh, I was I was like, I just don't get it. I don't get why, uh, why that's the thing they choose to protest against. And then I said, but you know, I suppose the argument could be made that if you're going to kneel, you're showing absolute subservience and respect to something. Bingo. Right, but that's not what they're saying when they talk about what they're doing. They're like, uh, you know, this this country has done us wrong and, and people of color have been downtrodden. It's like, well, first of all, we just got done having a black president. So slow down, <laughs> slow down. And we currently have an orange president. So clearly people of color are celebrated in this country. Yeah. The problem is the way media is, mm-hmm. it's going for, you want the headline. Yeah. You want. To make something polarizing because that gets people's attention. Oh, That's what makes you yep. money. So to take something that's like kind of a eh, really not that big of an issue and, and spinning yep. it to make it a big issue. Because then the TV shows it's on constantly. I'm so sick of seeing it on the TV. But then it's on Facebook. And then they both ramp each other up. And it's bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, I wonder how many extra people they have have been ha- watching the NFL games just to see who will kneel. 
Well, the funny thing is because Trump actually made the comment about NFL ratings being down. And then, of course, that day with the fact checkers, like, no, actually, NFL ratings have yeah, been fuck. up lately. Well, and the NFL has taken the place of baseball as America's pastime. Like, more people watch the NFL now than watch baseball. So There's, it's like a, we have like 30,000 conversations going on simultaneously in this, but I also think football is <laughs> a dying sport. We can get to that later. I don't know what topic you're going to talk about, well, but yeah. Well, because of, because of like the head injury stuff? Just from like an insurance liability reason. Right. Like there's already high schools dropping football for insurance reasons. They're going to like, there's even younger kids just flat out banning tackle football for, from brain injuries. I saw an article on and that. It becomes a point where schools will have to like insurance come. Eventually insurance companies like, hey, if there's, if there's supposed to be lawsuits because of this, we're not going to insure your students. Schools will drop for liability reasons. And then the less teams playing, you're going to have less colleges to recruit. Right. Less competitive teams, games aren't as interesting, and it, eventually it, it's going to be gone. Well, it's it, first the one thing before I forget. I did see an article, uh, a news um, story on that the other day, and they were showing how parents are now uh, uh, choosing to do flag football. And then they, I'm not shitting you, dude, showed a bunch of flag football kids wearing helmets. <laughs> like seriously, if that's the point. Like, okay, look, I understand that the head injury thing is a big deal in legit tackle football. They finally acknowledge it. Yeah, yeah it's an absolute, absolute correlation you're, you're, between you're gonna, football and brain injuries. Yeah, you're going to hit your head. But look, if you're going to make your fucking kids wear helmets while they play flag football, they better wear helmets when they play tag. They better play fucking helmets when they wear kickball, when they play kickball, because it's no longer a contact sport. Like, yes, they may bump into each other, but for fuck's sake, like, eventually what's going to happen? Because I understand how evolution works. We're going to have a bunch of soft-headed people. Like, their skulls will not fucking develop. <laughs> it's going to be like we're walking around with fucking marshmallows on their heads because they, they bred all of the fucking strong cranium out of people. Like, why would you put... And they looked ridiculous. They weren't even, like, regular helmets. They, they actually looked like old-timey football helmets. But they were like rubberized. Yeah. So it looked like a like a an old timey football helmet made of a car tire. It looked fucking ridiculous. I'm just like seriously. Now that is some fucking babying your children, bullshit. There, like, it just it doesn't fucking. <sighs> yeah, yeah. So you're talking about uh, oh, you know there'll be less athletes that are playing football and less colleges and less. Or football will become exponentially more entertaining because it will only be the people too stupid to realize that they'll get dumber because of brain injury out there playing. But I, I don't know. Because look at boxing. Same thing. Mm. Like boxing's extremely well, damaging to your body. Even MMA. Yeah. No. Well, boxing, no shit. Like I can't believe that. Bo you know, because like in the Olympics, they wear headgear. Not that it really makes a fucking huge difference, but like. How can anyone argue, you know, because they, they call boxing the gentleman's sport. What gentleman? <laughs> like, like what? Like, gentlemen open doors for girls. They put their fucking, uh, their suit coat down over a puddle. They push in chairs. They don't punch each other in the face repeatedly <laughs> until a man in a bow tie stops them. That's not how gentlemen handle their problems. No, it's not. It's a gentleman's sport. Fucking ridiculous. Like, hey, go in there and beat on that guy until either a bell sounds or he can't get back up. Gentlemen. This doesn't make any fucking sense. Gentlemen also don't bite each other's ears off. Well, yeah, or rape ladies. <laughs> you know, generally. <laughs> I mean, like, I think calling it the caveman sport. In MMA, I, like, look, 
you know, every, like, I have a ton of friends that watch MMA. They're like, hey, you want to come over and watch the fight? I'm like, no. I'm not a huge fan of it. I don't follow it. But I've seen, like, I've gone to bars. It's been on. I've been to friends' house. I've had on pay-per-views. I don't find it that entertaining. It's like it's like boxing. There's a fu- couple seconds of extreme violence, and then there's just two guys dancing in a circle for two or three minutes. I think it's even worse than boxing because it is how you can brutalize your opponent in any way possible. That's how I knew. You, I'm sure. You, I'm sure you knew about the Mary, uh, Mayweather, Conor McGregor fight. Right? Yeah, I knew McGregor was going to lose. I knew he was going to lose because he goes into that fight. He has two tools. His fists. And he's used to fighting with his feet. He's used to uh, the other person fighting with their feet. So in the entire fight, that motherfucker has to go, is he going to kick me? Oh, no, way, he's not going to kick me. Is he going to kick No, no, he's not. He's going to throw. You know? Meanwhile, Mayweather's just like, I just have to keep doing what I've been doing for 30 years. Like, yeah. it's, 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 it's insane. So McGregor comes from a sport where it's like, um, I'll, I'll punch your face in. If that don't work. I'll rip your arm out of the socket. If that don't work, I'll kick your face in. If that don't work, I'll choke you till you don't breathe no more. Like, that's fucking ridiculous. Like, how is, how can any civilized person watch that and be like, this is artistry? It's not. It's someone beating the fuck out of someone else. But there's still, I mean, there's rules. There's. Yeah, when he stops moving, the match is over. Like, there's not much, I mean... It'll get called if it gets out of control. Like, it's not like street fighting where there's just... Well-ish. I mean, like, what's out of control? If the guy gets knocked out, that's the goal. (laughs) You know? I mean, I suppose he can't keep punching you once you're unconscious, but that doesn't always happen either. Sometimes it takes the ref a couple seconds to get there, and a guy's getting his face piss-pounded after he is, like, seeing the fucking cartoon birdies and stars. The thing, like boxing and mma have going for it is i mean just men in general are attracted to violence meatheads and money baby so as long as there's money coming in there's mm-hmm. going to be someone that's like i don't care about my health i'm going to do this and make a ton of money in a couple of years well i've always said i'll let fucking ray lewis tackle me full speed and pads for a million dollars it's gonna but, hurt like fuck but i'll have a million dollars but with football i mean you need like a large team and even then like there's the amount of injuries in football like you need what each team's got, I have no idea. Is it uh, 40, 50 people at well, least? Well, yeah, there's more than that on the team, but it's 11 on each side. I think the roster's like, uh, now I'm showing my ignorance. The roster's like 40-some guys, maybe 40 or 50 guys. I think you might be right. Yeah. But there's 11 on each side of the ball. So to man that, that large of a team, I just, over the years, as long as society is the way it is about like lawsuits and, again, with money, it's going to... Teams won't be what well, they the, are. The world would have you believe that they'll just corral in a bunch of people of color and make them play. That's 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 what that's what the news would like for us to believe right now. I look. I've I've steered away. So so you have this thing happening. You've got football. It's it's the the organized sport du jour. It's what's happening right now. It's football season. So that's what's getting all the attention. Basketball. They were doing it. They um, same problem. Baseball. Not so much. You don't see the protests so much in baseball, but. So then uh, uh, fucking Trump gets involved and starts tweeting at the NFL and starts tweeting at players. And look, it, do everybody realizes now, right, that he's a total fucking <laughs> lunatic. I mean, like there's one. OK, when when someone says to you, let's throw Trump out. Someone says to you, who's the biggest lunatic on the planet? Who do you think of? Kim Jong-un. Who is Trump arguing with now? It's two fucking lunatics arguing. Both How, with nuclear missiles. Right. How does that end well? 
It doesn't. It's a penis measuring contest for two and dudes with little wieners. That's what irritated me. Like, that's why I shut off Facebook. It's like, we are literally on the brink of nuclear war, close to we've been since probably the Cuban Missile Crisis. Right. Yet people are worried about kneeling. And people, including one of the guys who can push the button. <laughs> yeah. Like, doesn't he have presidenting to do? Doesn't he have things that he should be doing? The thing is, he, what he doesn't realize, and Jenny put it the best, she goes, he's not a president. He's a king. The he's trying to be. Yes, the reason he gets involved in all these things is, well, because I said so. Look, I've I've been to like leadership trainings for lots of jobs that I've been in. The first thing they tell you is you can either manage by position or lead by, by ability and credibility. He is currently managing by position and doing a terrible job of it. Like, it's to the point now where even his people don't fucking respect him. I disagree with that. Do you, do you think Bannon doesn't have a job anymore because he was agreeing with Bannon's Trump? Bannon's doing fine. I don't think he cares that he lost his job. He's still no, making... No, he doesn't. But, the, but my point is that he doesn't respect Trump. Oh, okay. That's a good point. I'll, I'll say, aside from his family in the White House, <laughs> the, which the is White half House. the White House, living fucking Trump Tower. The non-relatives of him, <laughs> I would, I'd say, yeah, I would highly doubt that they don't respect the guy whatsoever. They're there for power and their own personal means of but what, connections what, and power and money. And what they didn't count on was that he put himself in this position so that only he would have power. He don't give no fucks about the people he promised to bring along with him. But we knew this before he was well, elected. We, we knew that because we're reasonable human beings. Right? Uh, anybody? Look, here, let me ask you this. And feel free feel free not to answer if it makes you feel uncomfortable. Did you vote for that lunatic? No, I didn't. Right, not. and neither did I. And you know why? Because we're reasonable human beings. Was Hillary a great choice for president? She wasn't. But guess who the fuck certainly wasn't? Our current president. That was a bad choice. The people who chose him chose poorly. Because they weren't reasonable human beings, which there are a lot of people that I thought were reasonable human beings. And then I found out that not only did they vote for him, they're still fucking defending this lunatic. And I'm like, there's no coming back from that. You can't be like, oh, just joking. Especially after fucking Portland, Seattle, uh, San Francisco, and L.A. are just gone. Here's what I find. Is like, I think this is kind of interesting, in my opinion, about Trump. I don't think there's that many people that voted for him as president liking him as a person saying he will make a good president. Right. They voted against I Hillary. think it's a mix of just people that were just loathed Obama. Yeah. Which for, I wish, for I, number, Some of it's just the fact that the racist don't like the fact there's a black person in power was really, part of it. I really wish we could have just pointed out to them, though, that he wasn't running again. <laughs> that would have been key. But a lot of them saw Hillary as Obama 2.0. Yeah. Yeah. Obama white. I mean, light. I mean, whatever. <laughs> but then again, the same people that would be racist are also, they wouldn't like the idea of a woman They'd being be president. Sexist, right, sure. I mean, that's there's a large serving population like that, too. Where does the Klan stand on women? I don't think. it's They're subservient. Huh. You've never seen a, a female Grand Dragon. Well, I guess we know who washes their sheets. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> so Trump, and we I think we've discussed this, too, like, he was born to money. Oh, fuck yeah, buddy. So he grew up his entire life. The minute he became like, started working for his father, he's surrounded by people that are yes men. Yep. Telling him everything, telling him what he wants to hear. Yeah. Which I've been working for a large enough corporation. Like, I'm sick of this. Just 
No one will admit the truth, and if something bad happens, which eventually will happen, it's always spun somehow to be a positive. Well, and, and working also working for a large business, like people refuse to admit when they're wrong because they see that as a sign of weakness. But what they don't realize is as a great leader coming in and going, hey, I tried this. It didn't work. Here were my ideas behind it. Uh, we're going to try something different now. It's not a sign of weakness. It's a sign that you're a reasonable fucking But that doesn't being. happen anymore. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. And I want to be lazy and just blame the internet. So to play devil's advocate, oh, put boy. yourself in Trump's shoes and imagine from, <laughs> no. God, how old is he? Is he in his 70s? Yeah, he's 72, I think. Yeah. So from in his early 20s, being told, like given every, you didn't have to work for anything in his life. Right. Even his own job was given to him. His father loaned him money to get his whole real estate thing going. Which he promptly lost. Oh, bankrupt yeah. several times. The guy's over. lost billions of dollars, so he's not a very good businessman. No. But yeah, I mean, just so back to like putting yourself in his shoes. So imagine being your entire life growing up, everybody's saying you're right, you're amazing, following you, just not because they agree with you, just they know that you're your money. And if right. you're a good like wingman, that you'll get a piece of it and you won't have to worry about anything else. Right. And clearly no one bought him mirrors. Because <laughs> Jesus Christ, you don't grow up looking like that thinking you're good looking. Like, there's no fucking way. That is an unattractive man. He looks like a caricature. I know he said he does his own hair. Oh, I don't know who does his makeup. Because, well, yeah, I can't see. perfect sense. He's like, got to do his own, like, the orange cream, whatever oh, the fuck, fuck it is. Like, just go get a tan, dude. Don't, like, like he, seriously, he looks like he's made of Play-Doh. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, you know, and, and you see all these memes on the internet that show, like, him being this, like, badass, like, taking out Kim Jong. Th that motherfucker, if he were in a, a legit fist fight. 12 seconds tops. 12 seconds he would last. Like, that guy would get his ass beat. He's not tough. He's loud. There's a difference. Tough guys don't have to he be loud. He did beat Big Man in a ring, I believe. Uh, I was outside the <laughs> ring. And uh, I hate to be the guy that says this because I enjoy it as entertainment. But it's fake. <laughs> it was definitely fake. And that's the only way. Because seriously, have you seen Vince McMahon? I yeah, yeah. built like a brick shit house. He would have destroyed Trump. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. He wouldn't even been able to knock him down, probably. I mean, Vince is built like a fucking tank. I don't know, though, because Trump's doctor said he was in like immaculate shape. He has like a fit, like a, was it 30 year old or something? I'm pretty sure he has the same doctors as Kim Jong un. That's why it's so easy for him to get a hold of him. Like, they, I think they use a lot of the same, well, they have a lot of the same friends, I think. It, it, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that? Like, a lot of the stuff that comes out about him is very similar. To the like, well, Kim Jong Un uh, got, a, got a hole in one on all eighteen holes of the national golf course. That was his father. Course. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. He, right. No, he played golf. The first time he ever played golf, he had a hole in one in every hole, and he never played golf again. Yeah, yeah. And I, I could hear Trump's people coming out and saying that it was the largest inauguration ever. No, it wasn't. <laughs> now, in fairness, CNN pulled some dirty pool too, and the pictures that they used were uh, before the inauguration started. But at the same time, no, it wasn't. It wasn't the biggest ever. I mean, look, whether you liked the guy or hated the guy, Obama was our first black president. I'm pretty sure the crowds that turn out for that were probably record-setting. Just call it a hunch. And, I mean, at the very least, Clinton had most of his girlfriends at his. So, I mean, I don't know how they yeah. contained it within the fucking city limits of Washington, D.C. Because that dude pulled a lot of puss. And even still, still a better president than Trump. Like, horrible moral turpitude. Better president than that fucking lunatic. He's nuts. It's, it'd be one thing if he was just... Have Have we ever 
had a president in the history of this country that other nations, instead of referring to them as, well, he's very hard-nosed, they're just like, he's a dickhead. What a fucking douchebag your president is. Nobody fucking likes that guy. Maybe Washington if you're British back in the day. Yeah, good point. I guess that's probably about it, though. Took a little longer for the news to travel back then. Like, who the fuck are these people saying they're a country? Yeah, (laughs) fuck these guys. They don't have castles. By the time the news, by the time the news got to fucking like Bangladesh, it was three years later. (laughs) Revolution was over and Washington's dead. (laughs) No, we're in bad. We're in a bad way right now. It's. I don't know that. We're currently in a situation that we can demand respect from any country. I mean, really? I don't... We're fucked, right? We turned a corn that's not going to be unturned. Yeah, I think that's fair. It's We turned politics into entertainment, and it's just going to continue. Yeah. Well, the upside of that Kid is... Kid Rock's running for Senate. Yeah. You got Kanye saying he's running for president. Did you see Kid Rock's like stump speech that he did to music and the light show? I saw like two minutes of it and I shut it off. There's a lot of yelling and a lot of swearing and there's no fucking way. It was very Trump-like only in a rock setting. Yeah. I I still don't think he'll win though. Related note, did Ted Nugent cut his hair? He wears so many hats it's hard to tell. I saw a picture of him the other day that looked like he had short hair. I suppose his ponytail could have just been tucked in his coat or something. He usually wears like a cowboy hat. He did not have a hat on in this picture. Oh, then he, maybe yeah, he did. It was weird. So is he going so Republican that he's like totally selling out, cutting his hair? And... <laughs> he's gone corporate. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he's gone Metallica. Yeah, fucking. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Start covering an Unforgiven 4. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, the guy can play the shit out of a guitar. So maybe he can. You know, no, I'll give him that. <laughs> maybe Unforgiven 4. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, he's been pretty quiet lately, though, really. I mean... Well, that's because he's a Republican president. Either he that. He can't speak up. Either that or even that fucking lunatic's trying to distance himself from Trump. He was... I don't know. He's such an outspoken, like, Republican. Like, he just... He can't. They have Republican president, Republican control of the House, Republican control of the Senate. He has no way of... If there's anything to blame for politics, it's his own party. So he's got to keep his mouth shut. He has to. Otherwise, he could get more on, like... Even the Senate, the, the Supreme Court's under control. There's every, literally every part of the U.S. government is under Republican control. And still not accomplishing anything. Uh-uh. Not a goddamn thing. Which is fine with me. Which, you know, even now, like, they, you know, they, they tried their last ditch on this uh, repeal of the Affordable Care Act. And even the Republicans are like, we're not comfortable doing this. This is... There's things that we're going to be doing here that the idea that Democrats did this too. Like, if you want to have a good healthcare plan, you have to have both parties coming together and working. Absolutely, sit down with insurance companies, sit down yeah. with doctors. There has to be a medium. Although you can't have like we're just going to side with insurance companies or we're just going to side with the people. There has to be a medium where every side. There's no you can't have both sides win. Quiet little kids were talking about <laughs> ACA. Uh, the uh, you know, and that was the, ultimately the problem with the original Affordable Care Act is that Obama just pushed it through. Like, he had we're, to. We're going to do it. It wouldn't have happened if he wouldn't didn't do it then. Right. So, and it cost him again democratic control of yeah. the Senate. Well, and you know what I'm seeing now though, like we're not even a full year into Trump's term, and um, already elections like midterm elections, like um, emergency elections and stuff, are not going his way. He just uh, uh, endorsed a guy in New Jersey, I think? Alabama. Was it Alabama? The guy what was the guy's name. He had a fucking great name. Strange. Strange. Yeah, his last name was Strange. I'm like, you sure they're not just talking about Trump and code? Uh, and he lost because Trump, basically because Trump endorsed him. I, I think that had a lot to do with it. People are like, we're not hitching our fucking, 
horses to this wagon anymore. It's just it's and see, be I read it wasn't the Trump thing. It was his. He's really good friends with McConnell. Mm. Is it, yeah, Mitch McConnell. And they didn't. so the, his opponent was saying like he is so DC like this is not the guy that Trump wants in there. Like I'm the guy Trump really needs. Oh, that's some weird fucking. Reverse, reverse psychology, isn't it? It worked. <laughs> oh, I hate it. I hate it. I'm moving to Canada. It's, it's so, it's so scary. I mean, I don't. I really want to move to the Oregon coast, but I don't want to get nuked. Like that, that's right there. Yeah, it's close. I mean, shit from Asia washes up on the beach. Uh, 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 uh. Did we record after I saw a whale? No, I don't think so, dude. Like from me to that banister over there was a goddamn whale. It was so amazing. I was worried I was going to get seasick. I didn't. It was like right there. It came up out of the water. Tail came up out of the water. Oh, fuck, dude. So there's good things that happen, too. Fortunately, that whale's going to be nuked because our fucking president's a lunatic. Yeah, it, dude. Oh, we had a great, fucking great trip. We went out there for 10 days again. Just chilled. Ate a lot of food. A lot of food. <laughs> I came back like 15 pounds heavier, and that's with running every other day, three miles on the beach. Still came back like 15 pounds heavier. That's what you do on vacation, though. So you might as well. Oh, yeah, but I, I had to buy clothes while I was there. <laughs> I had to buy the shirt. <laughs> Nothing else was my house fit. <laughs> Love the shirt. I'm a little sad that I had to buy it. <laughs> okay, that might be taking it one step too far. <laughs> well, you know, it's like shit. We get out there, and it's like, what do you want to do? Let's go get something to eat. Then what do you want to do? Let's walk on the beach. What do you want to do after that? Should be time for supper by then, right? <laughs> it's all it was. It's fucking ridiculous. We drove to California twice because the first time we went there, we went to go see this uh, place called Fern Canyon, and they uh, they used it in the filming of Jurassic Park Lost World. We tried to go the last time we were there and couldn't find it. So we're driving. You have to go through the redwoods to get there. It's super cool, and uh, it was way further than we thought. That's why we didn't find it the first time. So we end up getting there, and we have to walk another mile. And it is, look, if you're going to go visit Oregon, don't go in August. It is asshole to elbow people out there in August. It's fucking retarded. I mean, our beach, there was still nobody on it hardly. But going to any tourist attractions, fuck my life. <laughs> like, there was nowhere to park. Um, you, you, it was it was noisy. Um, we had to drive down this road. It was eight miles, and the most you could do was 15 miles an hour. So it took forever to get to the end of it. And then we had to walk another mile and it was all gravel. So when we got out of there, our car was just covered in like a quarter of an inch of dust from all the other cars driving around, all the people. The canyon was fucking awesome. Problem being, couldn't take any pictures of it because there'd be at the most 40, at least 40 people in your picture. And it's like, I don't want to take a picture of this place with 40 people in it. Yeah. Behind this person is something awesome. Yeah, exactly. You know, but when we went in like April and May, I, it wouldn't surprise me at all if we would have been the only people there. I mean, granted, that's how people die in the woods, but like it, it's just, it was so much quieter. And then Jenny tried to push me down a mountain, so that was awesome. <laughs> I, I the closest I've ever come to almost dying. It was fucking ridiculous. We went on this went to this place that she had been wanting to go see. It. I thought it was because she thought it was beautiful, and then I realized later that it was just because she knew it'd be easy to try to kill me there. Uh, called Secret Beach, and it's right on the Pacific Coast Highway, and the directions to it are. I get to mile marker 345, drive another third of a mile, look for a guardrail. Just before the guardrail, you can pull off the road, and there's room for about six cars. It's not an actual parking lot. It's more like a meadow. 
Um, that's Secret Beach. So we get there, park, and we see two trails. One trail goes off to the north, or seemingly goes off to the north, another trail goes off to the south. She's convinced that it's the one to the south because we had just come from Arch Rock Lookout um, to the north, and that other trail probably just went to that area. I'm like, okay, so we go down this trail to the south. The south. And I have to grab a stick because I've got my camera bag on. So I have to grab a stick because my balance is all off, and it's almost straight down this this douche air quotes <laughs> trail, right? So we get I don't know maybe a eighth of a mile down this trail, and it turns back north real hard. So I turn north, there's fucking poison oak everywhere. So I'm trying to push the poison oak out of the way with my stick, and all of a sudden, I'm falling forward. I fall forward, I land basically on my face, and then start sliding down, and then there's a, I don't know, 300-foot drop-off. The only thing that kept me from dying was three saplings that I slammed up against that caught me before I went over the edge. What's she doing? Laughing. (laughs) I mean, like, cannot contain herself laughing. And she goes, you didn't even try to catch yourself. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I did. I hold up my hands. They're all bloody. My knees are all bloody. My pants are sticking to one of my knees because there's blood fucking everywhere. Uh, I'm like, how did I do this then if I didn't try to catch myself? And then she mimics me, like, basically doing, like, shooting my arms down by my hips and back behind me and falling forward. I'm like, I don't think this is the right way. I'm bleeding. You tried to kill me. This is fucking horrible here. Um, I'll, let me check around this corner, though. <laughs> Make sure. So I check around the corner. It seemingly goes nowhere, so I'm like, screw it. So we have to climb back up this mountain. I mean, you're literally climbing at that point because it was almost straight down on the way down. We're climbing up this mountain. You know how sometimes you're like, okay, if I get a good run at this... As long as I get past that little Your hump. Your mental propel, yeah. Yeah. Well, I hit that hump, and the weight from my camera bag, I'm doing the fucking, like, air air fucking wings with my arms, like, trying not to go backwards. <laughs> I finally get up, and we crawl up to the top. And and she's like, well, maybe next time, you know, or maybe we'll drive back down here tomorrow or something, see if we can find the right path. And I'm like, why don't we just look at this other path? We walk over to this other path. It's probably wide enough that if it wasn't rocky you could drive a car down it and it's just like nothing to trip over i mean there's rocks and stuff to climb down but it was maybe at a fucking i don't know i don't know whether the the a steeper grade is a higher number or a lower number but let's call higher. it so okay so let's call it a 10 percent grade that's pretty steep even okay uh four percent yeah, that's... So that's called a 4% grade, right? So it's, I mean, like, if you fell down and rolled, you would probably roll, but you'd have to continue rolling yourself. And it was the easiest fucking hike I've ever had in my life down to this area that is gorgeous and looks... And it, and, and we turn and look to the left, and it's the pictures of Secret Beach. That's It's the, it's the exact place we, we meant to go. And it would have been... Had I not fallen An down, easy leisure stroll. Oh, fucking retarded! Like we did end up climbing down the the face of a cliff, but it was almost as if the rocks were stairs. Like it wasn't difficult. You you were never in danger. The only thing that was dangerous about Secret Beach is that the uh, tide was coming in, and so you could get in theory get trapped down there. But we just hung out for a little while, watched that it was coming in, and then climbed back up and left. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely fucking ridiculous. She wanted me dead. She knew half a million dollars right there. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. <laughs> How the fuck did I get there? How did we get to Oregon from 
Oh, because nuked. I wanted to live yeah. there. I wanted to live there, but now I'm afraid because we get nuked. It's bad enough living in a tsunami warning zone. I don't want to be nuked. I don't want to be nuked. At all. How do we prevent that? Uh, don't say anything that's going to get the Secret Service here. We've already said too much. <laughs> it would involve another country probably assassinating Kim. To stop us from getting nuked? Yeah. Oh, so we're just getting nuked. I don't think... Oh, I'll say, okay, so Kim rules through fear, which is really why Trump, or how Trump rules too. Yeah. Really. It's a different kind of fear. The, but the yeah. funny thing is, like, I really think if Trump were able to, he would want to become Kim. Oh, I agree. Yeah, he wants to be, he wants to become He would idol. love that power. Oh, like yeah. Like an idol. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw a great quote the other day. He says, he says we're at a, at a point in our nation's history uh, where we're currently worried about a game show host starting nuclear war and it didn't really hit home to me until seeing spencer dobson put it so succinctly he's a game show host he's in the wwe hall of fame (laughs) this is where we are now quiet little kid we're talking about ridiculousness how do we as reasonable human beings put our, our heads in a space where we can function just on the most basic level without constantly being in fear for our existence? All right. There's a couple things that give me comfort. So <laughs> free speech is what will prevent Trump from becoming a dictator or king or something is the fact that you can dissent in this country and people will talk about you on the news and point the finger and how dare you do that. But we have free speech. You can say whatever you want to say. You have every right to say what you want to say. For how long? Forever? It's in our Constitution. Right. That can be undone, but it's extremely... If we can't pass health care under Republican control, (laughs) I'm not worried about the First Amendment being taken away. But what if he just uh, says, fuck it, I'm going to take over? This service, Secret Service, it off him. You think? From what I hear, the FBI and secrets, they do not like. But don't you think that his private security, his crack commando of private security crew would protect him? Again, they they don't, people only like him because he has. No, no, nobody likes him. I don't think anybody likes him. His wife doesn't. She won't even no, hold his hand. fuck no. Dude, <laughs> I have never seen so, like, I know dudes who have cheated on their wives and told them about it. And I have not seen this much open contempt from a wife to a husband. She fucking is disgusted by him. Hillary. Hillary looks more in love with Bill even to this day than, uh, what's her fucking name? Melania. Melania. Yeah. Like you just you call it, can't she, shouldn't she have changed it to Melanie or something? Made it easier to remember. Melania. That motherfucker's trying to keep people out of this country and his wife's not even born here. <laughs> I see the irony in that too. Like, what the fuck? It doesn't even make any sense. Like, the shit he does doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, no, she hates his guts. I can't believe, I wish, okay, look, I don't want to see him naked, but I wish I could have been in the room when he crawled on top of her and made that fucking barren kid. Like, I can't imagine she allowed that to happen. It was probably like, if he could even get it up, it was probably like cattle insemination, just someone with the big glove was like, ah, which probably would have been, squeegeed in there, turkey baster. Would probably, would she would have found more sexually gratifying than having to lay under like that fucking sloughed skin. Like, he is a disgusting person. Like, he's just not, I mean, have you seen him in golf pants? Yeah. Like, he has a black girl booty. That guy can't be racist. He's built like a black woman. <laughs> he's all, he's all butt. <laughs> and butt and fupa. <laughs> Fucking guy. He is not an attractive man. And, you know, his wife at one point was probably gorgeous. I don't find that Maria Shriver look to be pretty. 
But at one point, she was probably a very attractive woman. I mean, yeah. some people still think she's totally bangable, but I, I, I find a young Monica Lewinsky hotter than a current Melania Trump. Because you know Monica Lewinsky's going to do dirty shit. But Melania is just like, no. No. And then she wears that fucking hat that says Flotus on it. Like, wasn't that weird? Okay, so so they first go down to uh, Texas for Hurricane Harvey, right? Yeah. And people are bagging on him for being dressed inappropriately. Like, she's wearing heels. He's wearing something else. Then they go and change. And it looks like something out of a fucking rap video. Like, he's wearing a hat that says 45 on it. She's wearing a hat that says Flotus. Which is funny because both of those became a thing under Obama, which is something he despises more than probably Hillary or anything else on earth. Both of what? Trump. The one thing or one person he despises right. more than anybody else is Obama. Well, you said they became popular. What? Oh, Referring Fotis, to Fotis president as their number yeah, and refer- yeah. Flotus, like that was, yeah. that was the Obama's thing. Well, a lot of people refer to Trump as 45 because they refuse to call him President Trump. That's <laughs> why so they do that. So they just call him 45. I just call him Trump. And you know what I hate is when people are like, he's your president too. Like, that's not how that works. Like, yes, he's the president of the nation that I live in, but I don't have to agree with anything he says. I don't have to, you know, because you get these fucking high and mighty types that are like, now that he's the president, you have to support him and hope for him to do well. Well, that's fine. I did. You know, when he got elected, I'm like, God, I hope... I hope it was all an act, and now he's going to get down to fucking brass tacks and really do stuff the way he's supposed to do. Stop doing that! You know, I hope he's going to get down to brass tacks and actually, you know, get some things accomplished. I, I was hoping that was just his gimmick to get in. Well, clearly it wasn't. So now that I know that he is just a douchebag, and there's nothing redeeming in there at all. Even, like, when he when he broke down and became human to talk to, like, the victims of uh, the Irma that hit Florida. Yeah. There's been, like, six hurricanes last week. Uh, Irma and Harvey. It still was so disingenuous and so fake and just so hard to watch. Even when he tries to do a good thing, it's clear that he's doing it for himself and not for the people. He's not my president. And I don't even mean, like, hashtag not my president. I just mean, like, legit not my president. Like, I don't want people to associate me because I'm an American with that fucking tub of fucking orange goo. I don't want that, like, to be my identity as an American. Like, I stand for the anthem. I put my hand over the heart, my heart, and look at the flag. I love this country. I do not love our president. I don't think those things are mutually... I'll be shocked if Republicans can maintain control during the midterm election. Oh, yeah. If they don't... I really don't see any way possible he'll be reelected his second term. No, no. No, I there's no way he does eight years. There's no way and if he does, our system is broken. <laughs> like there's something massively wrong. Because honestly, look, there are reasonable Republicans out there. They were so angry about the possibility of Hillary and so angry about eight years of Obama that for the most part Republicans had this blind f- vote for Trump. But they're sitting the reasonable Republicans right now are just sitting there with their head in their hands going, what have we done? What have we done? This is our fault. There were other choices. Like, seriously, there were other Republican choices. And it wasn't even close. Like, he won by a landslide. Yes, it's a joke. It's a goddamn (laughs) joke. Like, our political system is a joke. And it's going to get us nuked. There's never been. No, a... it's not though. Oh, I, you it's not. 
there's too many safeguards for him just to be like, we're nuking them. I'm not worried about him nuking them. I'm worried about them nuking out. You have another the, lunatic. There are no safeguards for that guy. But he's guy. not. He's not, though. Kim Jong-un? He's not. He's a lunatic. He's he a... was educated his entire life at private academies in Switzerland. The guy's not an idiot. He looks he's like not. A, he looks like a giant baby. He looks bizarre. He acts bizarre. He's not an idiot. How? 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 I promise you he's far more intelligent than Trump is. Well, that's not saying a lot. Like, have you heard him talk? Kim Jong-un looks like he a giant Trump baby. He Trump a dotard. 99% <laughs> of the U.S. citizens don't know what the fuck that word is. He knows English language better than our own Americans. What like, is a dotard? It's, I've never it's, heard it's that an word. elderly, like, um, low, like having low mental, it's like unintelligent base. It has something like stupidity and being an older man. I've never heard that before. It's an English term. Yeah. I think. Like, they, I lost my shit when I heard that. You had heard it before then? <laughs> Like, you knew when he said it, you knew what I it meant? I didn't know what the term... I, I had heard it before. It was in a book or something. I was like, that's kind of... That's a fuck, fucking funny word. And I kind of forgot it existed because it had been years ago that I heard someone say that word. And I was like, fuck, like, where have I heard that before? I looked up like, oh my God. See, yeah, Kim Jong-un looks like a giant baby. Trump acts like a giant baby. We are... It's a recipe for a disaster. But, see, but... So, Un runs through family, and he was threatened by his own relatives not liking him because he wasn't the first in succession. Right. But he was his father's favorite. That's why he's where he is. He, he was a lun- he was a lunatic's favorite. Yes. What does that tell you about him? So because of the fact that he wasn't the oldest son, he had relatives that didn't respect him and he had them all assassinated. All of them. <laughs> he doesn't fuck around, but he's at the same time, the guy's not an idiot. He is intelligent. I don't know. I'd have to sit so down and talk to him. He he's could. friends with Dennis Rodman. Clearly, they do have technology they could have fired up. They could have, fuck, 15, 20 years ago fired a missile if they really wanted to. Well, they were, the only reason he has me he, is because he runs through propaganda and fear. So he has their own citizens convinced that it's through him and his family's ability to, like, make us afraid of them that that's why they're winning the war is they made us run in fear because we fear him and his family so much they know that they can never defeat the family so do you and the th- fact that we wouldn't we just don't want to go back and get involved in another war that's just this pointless so do you think that because he spins it as they're winning so he knows that he would do so do you think that it's because propaganda is his strongest weapon that he's afraid to actually get into an altercation because there's he a has, chance he could lose and then he loses all of his power he has it working in his favor the way it, things are right now because if, because if he loses like if there's one battle and he loses that battle and they actually with, see that everything falls apart he for him, know right? with both bushes as president he knew with clinton he knew with obama that he could fire a few missiles get some news and he knew none of them would be like we're gonna nuke you it's over with because they were intelligent reasonable human beings which i never thought i would say to refer uh to even w W. (laughs) but seriously what i wouldn't give for one more w term at this point like if 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 there was say there was a, a presidential rule where they had like a red card and they could come in when another president is is in office and they just slap it down on the fucking table in the Oval office they have to pack their shit and get out and they take over for the rest of their that president's term I would be like, W, institute your fucking red card. Do it right now. Do it right now. What about Obama? I don't give a shit. Uh, if it has to be, but it has to be a Republican. So, like, say it has to be the same party that you're in. So, it, a former president can institute the red card policy, but it has to be a president from your party. So, like, if Nixon was still alive, uh, no, he couldn't because he resigned. Yeah. But uh, it had to be a president who 
H.W. or George would be it. Right. Or even, say you want to put another rule on it. It has to be a president from your party that served two terms. So they, they, they didn't have an opportunity to be elected again because it would, the Constitution says they can't. But they have their red card. So they can say, and it's at the risk of being alienated by their entire party, to say that the current president is fucking dog shit terrible. Smack, red card on the table, you're fucking out. And, and like, right then, they have to pack up their family, all their fucking belongings. It's fucking sad. They play sad music. They go walking out onto the fucking lawn in the White House, homeless. <laughs> and they just have to fucking leave. And then that president just sits down and he's like, all right, where do we start? <laughs> it would be fucking amazing. Tell me that wouldn't be raiding. It would be. That would make politics fucking exciting. Because there's all, it's, it's, like, it's like the fucking one bullet. Like if you had one bullet, once a year you had one bullet. And you couldn't get in any trouble for how you used it. That'd be kind of what that red card would be like. Only there would be a risk because they could be alienated by their party. The Senate and Congress could refuse to work with them. They could be taking a huge chance that nothing now will get done. Because... Is it just the president would be his entire cabinet too? Because what would you do to bump Trump out when half his family is running the White House? When, yeah. I, I guess you could make the argument that all the same rules apply as when a president gets elected. They can get rid Queen's of or late. keep. Yeah, they can get rid of or keep as many people as they want but it only buys them you know at this point three and a half years so he, they the president just finishes off their term so they can either wait to see if things turn around and then use their red card for the even worse guy or gamble that they'll die before they can use their red card again because how many fucking presidents are there left that serve two terms it's really obama clinton and w yep they're the only ones left because fucking Jimmy Carter's still alive, but he only made it four years. Herbert Walker. Four. Four. That's it. Yeah. So the Democrats actually would hold the advantage, but they can't bump. So would it be better to be able to bump your party? Does that make it more fair? Or to have to, or to be able to bump the other party? That'd be a big penalty. Yeah. But I think that would almost make it more, it would, it would take away, it would take away the power of an election by, by, the former president being able to bump what out. What power does elections have? We don't elect the president. Mm -hmm. We elect citizens to go to electoral college, and they elect the president. Yeah, that's a weird system. Like, I don't even, I don't know if I want to discuss it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so fucking weird. So really, you can make the argument that no Americans, no American citizens voted for the president. There would be a handful of electoral members that did. But they're citizens. I'm saying there's maybe, I don't know, I've, Probably less than 100. I don't know. The delegates, super delegates. Maybe there's more than that. I don't understand how that works. At most, a couple hundred. Yeah. Actually made him president. Yeah. And they don't have to vote according to how their districts no, vote they can, Yeah, they don't have. Yeah. They can do whatever they, they want. Will. Yeah, which is weird. Like it is, it's weird. <laughs> Such a weird system. Which that was really the, the undoing of uh, Bernie. Because Hillary had every single super delegate on lockdown. Yeah. Even before the before anything started you still we still don't live in a world especially understanding the dynamics that made trump president we don't live in a world where fucking bernie's president there's no fucking way we're we're just not there and parts of me are okay with that <laughs> that guy's got some weird ideas he scares me a little i mean clearly doesn't scare me as much as trump yeah the oon i don't I, he's he's all smoking mirrors i hope you're right I hope some of that smoke isn't fucking exhaust off a nuclear weapon. I will say, us. if Trump is stupid and tries like sending troops into North Korea, then we're game fucked. over and yeah. we're fucked. Once Americans step foot and citizens see Americans on North Korean soil, 
jig is up and he's going to be one angry guy. Well, and, and how do you, as a president of the most developed nation in the world, how do you think that the best way to fight this guy is by using all the same tactics he uses? Like, if he threatens, to, we will wipe out America. Like, we will wipe out North Korea. Like, shut the fuck up. Just shut up. Just he shut won't, up. Though. He can't. His ego won't no. let him. He still, tw- he still tweets from his private Twitter. He acts like a 14-year-old. Yeah. A spoiled 14-year-old. Yes. yes. He's like the fucking, uh, what is it, the, the fucking whatever's of Instagram. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, motherfucker will say, got elected on the idea that he was not going to take any vacations. He's already taken more vacations this year than Obama took his first four years combined. Like, it doesn't make any fucking sense. At taxpayer expense. Yes. And not even just a little bit of taxpayer expense. Hundreds of <laughs> thousands of dollars. And that's not even counting all the trips that his family takes. There are business trips and all this other shit that, that they still get protection during. Like, that's fucking insane. Like, they shouldn't be able to go do business. Well, sorry, your dad's the president. You can't do your, you can't travel for business right now. The taxpayers aren't willing to pay for it. I mean, sure, you can go, but we ain't sending anybody with you. So it's up to you. I guarantee that's a family that fucking goes on lockdown. (laughs) If they find out they're not getting Secret Service fucking protection and getting snipers on rooftops when they go to fucking Paris. They have the money to do private security and all that stuff anyway. Yeah, but still, private security is not the U.S. Secret Service. Private security cannot close down a fucking, like, six-city block area in Paris. Okay? (laughs) I'll give you that. You know, fuck. Pretty soon, Ivanka is, uh, she's fucking selling fucking It Works on Facebook because she can't fucking go anywhere. That's that's what ends up happening if they tell them no more Secret Service protection for you guys to travel to fucking Paris and Madagascar and shit. Like, pretty soon, they're fucking selling Advocare. (laughs) (laughs) Because, <laughs> like, they're afraid to leave their houses. There's no fucking way. It's ridiculous that we're paying for that horse shit. Ridiculous. Yeah. And seriously, nobody wants to kill Ivanka. She's fucking hot. And she's well-spoken. I was just listening to her giving a statement about something the other day. And if you didn't know she was his daughter, you would have no fucking idea she was his daughter. She doesn't sound like him. She doesn't act like him. She's real goddamn easy to look at. And she's super smart. If she was black, she'd be the negative of him. Is she really his offspring, though? I doubt that. Because she's so unlike his other kids. She doesn't look like them. She doesn't carry herself like them. She looks like her mom. I don't doubt that her mom's her mom. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you look at the way his sons conduct themselves. It's obvious they have the Trump persona, the Trump look. They look like fucking rats, don't they? Yeah. They just look like fucking, like you'd see, like they, they would have been in the, on Wall Street in 1984. Like that's like brick phone, fucking coke on their noses, douchebaggery abounds. Like that's what those fuckers look like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I suppose it's possible. I mean, what was his wife's Ivana? The one that he cheated on Marla Maples with was Ivana. Mm-hmm. And then, or did he cheat on Ivana with Marla? Was it Marla Ivanka? Maples? No, Ivanka's his daughter. Iv- yeah, yeah. Ivana. Was his wife. But I don't know. Did he? I think he cheated on her with Marla Maples. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I mean, I get it. He's rich. Like, I, I get that part. But holy fuck. Because those were all good looking women. Who came first? Ivana or Marla Maples? Neither of them came. They were married to Donald Trump. <laughs> see what Google does. Do marriage of Donald Trump. Uh, Marla Maples. Six things you know about Donald Trump's ex-wife. 
Oh, they, oh. His daughter Tiffany, the ugly one he had with Marla Maples. The one that you never see. Because, they never talk about. Because she looks like a fucking wax candle that melted. See, but like, look at Marla Maples. Very, very pretty lady. Yeah. Very pretty. And she, well, she looks like she's heavily medicated there, doesn't she? That's, that's a fucking, that's a fucking Haldol smile there. Um, <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, she's, oh my God. Season 22. Jesus Christ. You used to be married to the President of the United States. Now, just let me preface it with that. Marla Maples is set to step into the spotlight once again as a cast member on Season 2 of Dancing with the Stars. Her ex-husband is the President of the United States, the leader of the free world. She is on Dancing with the Stars. Which is one of the top-rated TV shows, which I don't get, but it is. On NBC. Isn't it? Or no... The answer starts ABC. So it's not even on the same network he was on. Um, oh, she's recorded music and started on Broadway. Um, oh, boy. Okay, so appearing in films like Black and White throughout her marriage in the 90s, Maples also starred on Broadway in the 1992 Tony-winning production of The Will Rogers Follies. Wow. Let's see if it says anything about me. She still loves Trump. Back in 2013, Maples opened up about her feelings toward the billionaire, telling Oprah, I still love Donald. That affection extends to his now-grown children as well. I love Eric and Ivanka and Donnie so much. So Marla Maples was after Ivana. Because if she loves Ivanka, who is Ivana's daughter, wow. I had the chance to know them when they were young, and now to see how well they're doing just touches my heart. We watch The Apprentice, and I cry when I see the kids on it. I'm crazy. I'm that emotional person. Asked recently about Trump's presidential run, which Tiffany backs, Maples told Inside Edition, he's the father of my beautiful daughter, and I support her in everything. Yikes. That's a non-answer. But Jesus. She says she still loves him. I'm going to find a picture of Tiffany Trump. Scary here for a second. Tiffany, wow, I typed in T-I-F. This is how you know Google's reading the shit that you just read. Because it, like, It knows right away. Yeah. Images of Tiffany Trump. Okay, these are very, there we go. Moom shalakalaka. Is that a pretty woman? She looks heavily intoxicated and someone just, like, screamed and woke up from a dead sleep. (laughs) Now, like, this is a much better picture of her. Would you ever know that those are the same person? No. Like, ugh. Some resting bitch face right there, I tell you what. This is incredibly exciting for people, but man, that picture. Just Google Tiffany Trump and you'll find the picture. She almost looks cross-eyed in the picture that we're looking at. It's fucking horrendous. Yikes. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so probably enough of that. I'm sure people have heard as much. Uh, I I went to, uh, you know how sometimes you have to go to like team builders and trainings and shit for work. Yeah. Uh, one of one of the ones I went to recently was about mental health. It was talking about how kids are overdiagnosed with AD, ADD and ADHD, and people can't figure out why. Like, like, look, I have kids all different ages, 20, 17, 4, and 1, right? So I, I obviously I'm pretty familiar with what happens through all the different stages of kids' lives. The public schools now have eliminated... Um, recesses for the most part. I think kids get one recess a day, right? They've eliminated music. They've, for the most part, eliminated gym class. And they can't figure out why kids can't sit still. Isn't that a little fucking ridiculous to you? 
Like, kids used to burn off all that fucking extra energy. In elementary school, you'd have a recess at, like, fucking 10 in the morning, a recess after lunch, and then a recess, in some cases, when I was in fifth grade, I'm not shitting you, 15 minutes before you went home. I think that was just to save your parents. You go burn off that extra fucking energy before you go home so your parents... Because your parents didn't... There weren't nearly as much abuse back then. You parents, know why this is, though. What, which part is? School, why school's doing this. Uh, to try to compete academically? No child left behind, yeah. Yeah, but it's... They they get penalized, they lose funding, people lose their jobs if right. they don't meet these goals. So when you when all of a sudden you're in danger of losing your job and you have to meet goals, you start cutting. Like, hey, we need to teach these kids more, ramp up the knowledge. Like, shit, when I was in kindergarten, we were, like, scribbling on pieces of paper, uh-huh. taking naps, drinking milk. Mm-hmm. We'd have, like, story time. we got a carpet square. Yeah. Fuck, they're learning, like, they're learning to read in like kindergarten. Long division now. and shit. Yeah. But the kids learn better when they have recess. Like, here's, let me put you it. You have to let kids be kids. Right. They're not doing that. No. Even me, okay? I'm almost 40 fucking years old, right? When I go to a training for work, the best trainings I go to, the ones I learn the most, is when at 8 o'clock when that fucking training starts, the instructor says, all right, here's what's going to happen. Every hour on the hour, we're going to have a 10-minute break. We'll go to lunch at 1130. You won't have to be back till 1, and we'll have you out of here by 4 every day. You know why I do well there? Because I know when my next break's going to be. I know at no point during that training do I have to sit there bouncing my fucking leg because I have to piss. this over. And be like, I need to get out of here. I need to get out of here. I, but I don't want to be the guy who gets up and walks out because I know for a fact if I get up and walk out to piss, they're going to break right after. And I'm going to be meeting the people coming out of the fucking room. And I, I, I don't want to be that guy. And, and at that point, am I listening to anything that that fucking instructor is saying? No. Not a goddamn thing. So I learn nothing. But if I know, I should have to piss. Wonder when I can go. Oh, he said every hour on the hour. It is nine fifty. I just have to make it another ten minutes. I can focus for ten minutes. Ta da! Hey, it's such a simple fucking concept. And there have been so many studies that show that people learn most effectively in forty to fifty minute blocks. Anything more than that, people tune out. They check out. They start checking their phones. They start looking, thinking about other stuff, worrying about other things, trying to solve other problems. They're not listening to the fucking instructor. So now take that and multiply it by about a thousand because that's the fucking attention span of a kid. You know, so how do you expect? There are fucking classes in high school now that are two, three hour block classes. What fucking good does that do? Those kids, no wonder they're fucking scoring horribly on tests. They're, they're in class too long they're expected to focus on one thing for too fucking long these are the same kids that are fucking playing xbox and texting and uh, fucking snapchatting and facebooking and well they don't use facebook anymore but they're doing all these 100 different things that are all trading their attention and keeping them focused never on any one thing so now they expect them to sit in class for three fucking hours like, no fucking way. The Chinese are going to wipe us off the fucking earth. There's no fucking way. You know the fucking Chinese have got to have recess. You know they've got to. Now, granted, they're going out and planting a garden uh, that the school is going to use for something, but at least it's something different, you know? Like, the Chinese are not super smart because they just get shit drilled into their brains. Like, they're doing something better than we are. I don't know what it is, but it's clearly not taking away fucking recess in gym class. And do we really want to live in a world with no music? Like, have you watched a marching band lately? I hear them every day. They're not great. No. Because they don't even start band now until junior high school. They've taken band out of the elementary schools. 
So now these kids either have to start with private lessons, so you're only getting the kids with money that can play in the band, or they don't get to pick up an instrument until junior high. So that already puts them three years behind where kids were when we were in school, when the marching bands were doing, like, fucking Pac-Man and, like, all kinds of shit across the field. Like, it was amazing. It like, looked like fucking 8-bit Nintendo out there. And now it's just, like, you hear the fucking metronome. Like, no, 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 no. For the longest time, I thought that was a fucking just a kid with a fucking wood block. <laughs> I didn't know that it was a recording of a fucking metronome. I didn't know that. Did you know that? No. Did you, and you know what I'm talking about, don't yes, you? Yes, I do. The, the fucking, uh, just hearing over and over, like, the fucking. Yep. And it goes on forever. And I'm like, well, fuck, that's that's a kid with a wood block. That kid's earning his fucking keep up there. And then we found out later, no, it's just a fucking, it's a piece of equipment that they push play on and it keeps the time for them. So that they can practice their marching to the beat of whatever music they're playing without actually playing. So when you hear that metronome and nothing else, that's all they're doing. They're just up there marching and not playing their instruments. It's fucking horrible. Like the last, you know, because we had kids playing football for the last about five years. Grant's not playing this year. So I think about five years we had kids playing high school football. So we'd go to the Friday night games. And I remember watching the marching band when we were in high school. Like, you're like, holy shit, I'm not a band geek, but this is fucking amazing. Well, when we were in high school, they were, I don't know if they ever won state, but they were always like finals. Oh, or they, they really really well. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's like they start playing. It's like... <laughs> Because it's always this slow-ass music. And I'm like, don't you realize that part of the job of the marching band is to keep the fucking energy up while the team's in the locker room preparing for the second half? Instead, they're playing, like, fucking lullaby of Sweet D and some shit. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? This is not only sucking the energy out of the stadium. I might hang myself right here in front of all these nice people. Because this is depressing shit. When they're out there, like, playing, like, fucking 6.30 in the morning some days. Yeah, oh, yeah, believe me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know. It's uh, it's 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 not so bad now that I work for a shift, now that I work days, because um, I don't hear it quite as much anymore. But, oh, yeah, I, I, I run by the high school as part of my run route at 5 o'clock in the morning, and luckily they're not, they're not quite out there yet. <laughs> but I would be pissed if I lived across the street from the high school. Could you imagine, like, being right across the street? My best friend and her husband do. Oh no shit! And they work. One of them works third shift. Oh, that's some hurtful shit right there. Uh huh. My best friend and her husband. Well, fuck you very much. <laughs> it's not like we were in each other's weddings or anything. So go fuck yourself. How about that? Jesus I have multiple Christ. besties. One of my besties. <laughs> you don't know what that word means. <laughs> Continue. No, I'm sorry. That word doesn't mean what it used to. I didn't make to mean. I didn't mean to make that about me, but it kind of is. So you just go, just go right ahead. Yes. <laughs> Across the street? Literally across the street. No shit. Well, you're close. My girlfriend's very close. Mm -hmm. but yeah, literally across the street from the, their field. You know, I wouldn't know your girlfriend's close. You guys have never come over. It's, it's almost hurtful. It's almost like you're you're attacking me. It's almost <laughs> like you're personally like trying to hurt me. I mean, on my runs, I'll see your your car in the driveway. I know you're there. Just keep running by because clearly you don't want to hang out. I mean, Probably half naked in my defense. <laughs> if not fully naked, I don't. I don't mean. I'll I don't say know. if the curtains are open, you can knock. You close the curtains in the living room when you guys are having sex. If we're not, yeah. If we're not in the living room, then the windows are curtains are closed. If we're there and we're in the living room or the kitchen or dining room, like the window, the curtains are open. That's safe. How you finally found somebody as weird as you? <laughs> like who? Who? Who sends code messages with their fucking living room curtains? It's weird. So, 
When are you going to sell your house? Don't know. Because obviously this is a pretty serious relationship. You guys ain't going to live apart forever. No. She ain't going to move to your neighborhood because she's a respectable lady. I wouldn't even entertain that idea. Of, mo- of her moving to your neighborhood? Yeah. yeah. She don't want a part of that. Why would nobody wants to live in that neighborhood? No. She lives in a nice neighborhood. Somebody even called it an upscale neighborhood. I would because I live in that neighborhood. <laughs> Have you guys talked about it at all? I'm going to put you on the spot right now. Yeah. So where's that conversation going? That I, when the day comes that I would move in with her. And like, it's just this nebulous day in the distance or you're like. We're not in a rush. Yeah. Well, you're getting old. You're going to die soon. (laughs) 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 And she's clearly like a a nice lady and a keeper. So you might want to fucking lock that shit down. (laughs) I'm just saying. How old is she? I don't even know how old she is. I don't know if she wants it said, so. <laughs> that's that Nick, many? That's some Nick Cage shit there. Do it again. Wow. She's young. Yeah. Man, how do you do it? <laughs> like, how how do you do stuff like that? How do, like, do you remember the last time you, you dated a girl that was within five years of your age? Uh, when I was married? To be clear, you were married to her. You weren't also dating another girl. That was five years your age. Because <laughs> I mean, so far, none of my none of my good friends that have gotten divorced have done so in such a way that uh, they did a really rotten thing. So I want to clarify <laughs> and to say that uh, I did not cheat on her. No, no, you your your wife at the time was your age. No, she was great behind us. Was she? Yeah. She wasn't our reunion. She would have been. God, I really thought that she graduated with us. No. No, you're, I think you're wrong. Are you sure? Look in her yearbook, yeah. She's a, she was a great below us. No shit. Yeah. So she was still in high school after we graduated? Uh-huh. Did you go to dances and stuff? I only went to one prom and we were there for five minutes. I'm like, I'm done. Wow. It was super awkward. That's really weird. If, if someone would have asked me, I would have staked my life on it. Wow, another reason for her well, to I mean, hate me. She didn't really have many friends around. Like, she hung out with us. So she I didn't can, have... I get why you She didn't have any that. friends. She didn't have any friends. As many mean things she said about me, I can say that and get away with it. I won't expound upon it. I'll just say she didn't have any goddamn friends. And I think that's fair. She'd probably counter that Jim and Shan were her friends. They were your, your fucking friends. And they're still her friends out of obligation. I won't go as far as to say pity, but I'll say obligation. Now, they might pity her because her current husband is a fucking douche nozzle. (laughs) Can you tell that I haven't been to see my therapist lately? (laughs) I have an appointment for the 19th. I was supposed to go before we went on vacation in August. It's time for me to go. (laughs) He's probably not even going to remember anything about me. I try to go at least once a month. Okay. And, uh. I was going to make an appointment to go before we went on vacation because I figured I'll go, I'll get everything, get all the toxins out, and uh, then we'll go on vacation. We'll have a nice vacation. I'll come back. I'll go again when I get back and, you know, just kind of be able to decompress. And, yeah, I couldn't get in to see him before I left and haven't been back. Since I got back, it's time. Took a new job at work. I'm a supervisor now. It is certainly time for me to see my therapist. <laughs> I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> you know, 
when they dangle that carrot of more money in front of you. Now, see, again, I don't know how you do it because I know that that's happened to you before. They dangle the, the promotion in front of you and you just said, nah, I'm good. I've gone down that road and then changed our mind. Yeah. Of saying no. You went down, you said yes and then changed your mind. I said no before. Yeah. We got to the point of. But so you've changed your mind. Now you would say yes. No, like there's twice I've gone down the road of becoming like the man or corporate. (laughs) And in a certain point, I start to learn or hear certain things and it's like, this isn't worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I heard all those things. I processed all those things, and I still agree with most of them, and I did it fucking anyway. I made a terrible mistake. You're in a far different, like, I have it lucky compared to you. Maybe. I don't know, man. I I don't have college loans. I don't have kids. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. So I don't have that that burden of having more, like, financial responsibility and having to pay for things. So I. Well, what I found is that a lot of times when you take a promotion, uh, you make more money, but then you you incur more it comes expense. With cost. Yeah, like well, yeah, my like my soul. <laughs> it's it's uh, I tell you who's uh really making more money in this deal is my therapist. <laughs> because <laughs> I mean, clearly I've got some shit I need to work out. And here's okay, here's the thing, and I and I don't know, uh, and and may I kind of if this if this works out the way that I want it to, it'll be a good thing to end the show on. But if it works out not the way I want it to, it's going to be a real drag. So uh, you tell me how it's going, and I might need you to jump in and save us here. Uh, so for several – I mean, we've been doing this show since 2007 in one form or another. I think you come on in, like, 2008. Yeah. Um. So I started with Corey in 2007. Pissed off a lot of fucking people with Corey. A lot of people. Like, we had to do an apology show. It was fucking awkward. Um. Then you come on. Uh, we did a bunch of funny stuff, still pissed off a lot of fucking people, but at that point didn't give a fuck about any of those fucking people. So fuck you and die was basically my thought process. If you don't fucking get the joke, then fuck you. Okay. Then Eric comes on. We, uh, I, and you were still around. I, for the, uh, the fan, the Christmas family, remember the Christmas family that was nude in their picture? Yeah. I lost friends over that. Like people that still. Still will fucking find me online just to argue with me to this day. And I still have to tell them, like, why is your your life so sad and so lonely that you have to find me on another online platform? Like, I've had people that I, like, that was way before Twitter. And I've had people find me on Twitter and argue with me on Twitter because they're still angry about how that went down. Like, it's fucking ridiculous, okay? But I was also kind of an asshole about it, all right? So there's that. We've had, uh, obviously done sh- other shows. I've had other online arguments. Like, there's a lot of fucking pent up anger in, in this, in this little fucking, like, round package. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. Some of the things that I've gotten so angry about and have lost friendships over, like, if, if relationships have fucking ended, uh, it's just fucking ridiculous that the people that have, that's how life is. That's how it's it's becoming more like that, which is sad. The political election, like there's families that aren't speaking to each other because they're just, they're either extremely liberal, extremely democratic, and they refuse to even listen or have a conversation with the other person. Right. But in most of these cases, I was wrong. I was in the wrong. That's <laughs> what I'm getting to, though. Like, I handled it badly, and I was fucking rude. Like, it's totally f- cool to disagree with somebody. And, and and even disagree with them like vehemently. Like I'm not going to change my opinion. That that's fine. 
But as my wife has taught me over many years now, because we've been together for 10 years, is sometimes it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And I was a real asshole to some of those people. So I'm trying to think off the top of my off the top of my head, two guys, Eric Johnson and Luke Garvey. Like those were guys I went to college with, had a lot of fun with, drank beers with in college, who ultimately I had some disagreements with online. Now we're not friends anymore. I think that's fucking shitty. Like maybe I would never hang out with these guys again. Maybe we're just not compatible. That's fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But what there is wrong with is fucking insulting someone online, talking mad shit to somebody online. Now, granted, it's not like I would have been afraid to say the same shit in person. I'm not that guy, and I've never been that guy. I've never been the guy online that's like, clickety-clackety-clack, motherfucker, clickety-clackety. Wait, he, he's where? He's, he's right behind me? Oh, no, I agree with everything you say. Well, that's not me. Like, I would say pretty much anything to you face-to-face that I would say to you online. I'm not that guy. Still an asshole. <laughs> you know, like, like I'm, that still makes me a fucking asshole. And so it's not, my opinions aren't wrong necessarily, but sometimes the way that you fuck, that, that you frame those opinions, the way you present them, can be pretty shitty. What is happening up there? A lot of fun. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I have daughters. Uh, you know, so it's like, uh, you know, I, I argued with uh, Eric about the fucking Christmas family. Right? Yeah. And then, and gun control. Like, he was fucking off the rails on gun control. And I couldn't just disagree with him. I had to, like, totally fucking berate him and, like, beat him into, I'd say submission, but he never gave up. But I had to try to humiliate him online. With fucking Luke Garvey, it was somehow a comment. I made a comment about a movie where a guy puts a guy to sleep in three seconds with a hold. And I'm like, come on, at least be realistic. And he's like, I take Brazilian jiu-jitsu and that's possible. And I'm like, no, it's not because science. Well, then we get into an argument and it turns into a fucking thing and I make it personal and it's fucking childish and now we're not friends anymore. So like, there's no reason to do that. I can still believe that it's scientifically not possible, but I don't have to fucking humiliate somebody to believe that. Like, it's just such a weird, it's such a weird thing. Like, dude, Kevin Smith has me blocked online because I was a fucking dick to his wife. Like, granted, she was totally in the wrong and was being fucking condescending and rude as fuck. But, hey, you know what the best way to fucking battle that is? Uh, don't act the same way back to them. Like, don't be a fucking shithead back. Like, just because somebody's mean to you, don't be mean back. Just be right. You can be right without being mean. You can be right without being rude. You can be right without being an asshole. Just fucking... But there's times where your right to somebody else is wrong, and they're wrong in your eyes would be right, and it'll never be solved. No, which is fine. You can disagree. There's nothing wrong with disagreeing. Fucking 24's Mark and I disagree all the time. But we do it in a respectful way. Like, Like, it's not... It's not worth it to me to hurt his fucking feelings just because we are having a disagreement. Like, I've gotten finally gotten to a grown-up place now where it's like, I can disagree with you and not hate you. Well, I disagree with you on a lot of things, and I also agree with you on a lot of things. But right. I say the difference with us is we have these discussions in person face-to-face. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things I can pick up in just body language right? that wouldn't come across in text or written word. Sure, sure. Like, there's times you might be... 
making a point and exaggerating something. And I can tell by looking at you that you're just being crazy just to make a point. (laughs) But when you type it in words, people don't know that you're being like facetious or trying to be like a... A lot of those cases, I was just being a dickhead. Like I just like I like that's that's the point I'm trying to make. Like I get what you're saying, and and thank you for uh, uh, believing in your heart of hearts that I'm not a bad person, which is a nice vote to get. I don't get that very much, but uh, so thank you. I mean, I legitimately I've known you a very long time. Yes, yes, we've known each other for twenty fucking years. So like, <laughs> well, actually longer than that. It's probably twenty two, twenty three years. So. Yes, yes, we've known each other a very long time, uh, and and so obviously that gives a little bit more weight. I can't say that I've ended a friendship that that has been that long, you know, by having a fucking argument online. But you know, like there's, uh, it seems like gun control really alienated some people. Um, that's an ex- that's one of the things that's, that's extreme. You're not there's very few moderates to it. Well, and the problem that I have a lot of cases is when people make these statements of fact that are just not fact. You know, like they'll they'll quote you know so and so is is more likely to commit gun violence because of X. Like there's no See, study. All that shit that... I throw out the window. Like that's just that's not a logical statement to make. The thing that bothers me about gun control would be the fact that you can be on the no fly list and buy an assault rifle that bothers the fuck out of me and the NRA won't do shit about it cuz they say that's still gun control we don't like it well it's just a weird like that's thing. it's a weird you thing you can't yeah. i don't care how intelligent you are you will never make a logical case to say why that's a good thing which is it's just a weird thing it's like because you're having two things that are trying but to protect the same but how could you argue that that needs to be the NRA saying that we need that 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 shouldn't be fought well honestly what the what the NRA if they were smart if they were reasonable people what they would be arguing is that there should be no no fly list for the same reason that there there's Their defense is that, which is true, is that there are people on the no-fly list that are put there intentionally, or there's people with the same name, which that does happen. Right. But you can get that taken care of and cleared up. Right. And just like there are people who uh, shouldn't be able to buy guns that are because they slip through the cracks. Like, they're fucking... There needs to be safeguards buying a yes, firearm, yeah, period. They're due. They're due. Yes, that's gun control, but that's common sense. They're, they're, yeah, and, and, I, and I've and i always agreed with that. I don't think it should just be like... I don't, I don't think it should just be like everybody... But when, be like your 18th birthday, you get a box in the mail and it's a gun. When people are like... But when people are like, uh, uh, see that shooting? He shot eight people. Gun control would have solved that. No, it fucking wouldn't have. The guy couldn't have that gun legally right now. Like, he stole that gun from somebody else how's gun control gonna solve that problem you know and it's like and he's crazy look at that picture you can see all the way around his fucking <laughs> iris if you can see all the way around somebody's iris i don't care whether uh you're you don't have to be a psychologist to know they're fucking nuts right so whether it was going to be that fucking gun or he was going to stab a whole bunch of people he was going to hurt people the fact that he was able to steal that gun and go to all the trouble to get that shows his fucking resolve his initiative like, if it was just like he was walking down the street and there just happened to be a gun laying in the gutter, and he's like, crime of opportunity. He picks a fucking gun up and mows a bunch of people down. Okay. Well, then, then maybe we should outlaw guns and gutters then because clearly that's not safe. But that's not what's happening. So it's like you get these weird arguments and people making statements of fact. It's like, ah. And, and that's when you do want to grab by the shoulder and be like, you're just fucking stupid and you're ruining this for everybody. But see, that's the kind of stuff you can't say to people because then it's kind of me being an asshole. Like, I don't have to hurt your feelings. Um, I just have to kind of fucking give up, which is why I will say unequivocally now, nothing good comes of anyone. Going into the comment section, I no, I've never com like I. That's my favorite thing to do online is read the comments. It usually nine times out of ten irritates me, right? But I still enjoy reading it. But nothing good comes of it. You'll never see me post on Facebook like commenting on anything. 
I guess the political thing I said, I like, I voted sorry, America. That's about <laughs> as political and controversial as I get on Facebook. Which it doesn't, the, the, unless like you, you have no idea what even that means. Like you're like that. He, that can I voted so for someone had zero chance of winning and that was my best option. Yeah. Yeah. I punted and I don't regret it. I, I thought I was going to do one thing and I did something else. And neither one of the things would have mattered, but the thing that I did mattered just a little bit more than the thing that I was originally going to do. <laughs> I don't know that I really sold out so much as I was just like, I, there's no good choice here. I fucking, I, but I can't vote for Trump. So clearly you're welcome with your fucking pantsuits. <laughs> you fucking dumb bitch. <laughs> you ruined it for everybody. If you'd have just been a little less crazy and a little less Benghazi, I felt a little bit better about things. God damn it. Yeah, so I, like I regret being an asshole. I I had to I, ha- I had some issues at work where I was having some conflicts with coworkers, and I finally had to go to my boss and go, "Look, um, I acknowledge these problems that are happening, and I just want you to know that I'm actively working on what I have been told are the reason these problems are happening, and a lot of them, a lot of that, those problems are me." Um. I'm not patient. I'm, I can be very short with people. Like I, I, I don't suffer stupidity. Well, <laughs> you know, I mean, if, if you're, if, if you've been working your job for 11 years and your fucking answer to everything that you're asked to do is I've never done that before. And I work with people like that. Yeah. In an effort to get someone else to do it for them. There's a certain point where no matter how much self-control I've been practicing, no matter how many times my Apple Watch has told me to breathe, I finally will just look at you and be like, you dumb fucking cunt. Do your fucking job. No, that doesn't mean go to Starbucks three times in your fucking shift. No, that doesn't mean hide when you know work is coming. No, that doesn't fucking mean tell me I've never done this before. Guess what, bitch? Guess what? I never had either until I did. Do it, do the fucking work, and if you have questions halfway through it because you don't understand it, then ask a fucking question. And you certainly better not ask that same fucking question again, ever again. You should write down the fucking answer, you should write down how you got to the fucking answer, and then the next time you should use that fucking information to be better at your job. Now see, the problem with telling somebody that (laughs) is it causes conflict at work, and it shows that I may not have my anger management in check. And so as a person who teaches new people to our company um, how to do conflict management at work and how to communicate better with the public and with fellow employees, it's best if I don't have that on my record as the way I interacted with a fellow employee. So I recognize that even though I'm very good at, for example, working with the public, I probably have some areas for growth, I believe, is the way it's described in the business sector. Opportunities is how we use it. Yes, opportunities. That would also (laughs) be another way it's been phrased to me. So I've been focusing on my areas of growth and my opportunities, and it led me to see my nice therapist, who is very patient with me, and... Also led me to realize that I need to be better in the way that I deal with people. Now that doesn't mean I'm not still going to get fucking angry when we do the show. 
And so you're still gonna have the reactions you always had. You're just gonna deal with those reactions in a different way. I'm still gonna feel the same way about it. Like, and 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 I think that uh, this is my safe place. You know, not my safe space. That's that's different. It's very different. Those guys are fucking cunts. But my safe place in that this is my free speech. This is my place where I can vent and say that, you know, without calling people by fucking name other than the people that I wish to apologize to, uh, Luke Garvey, Ryan Walrod, Eric Johnson, just to name a few, uh, those people that I wish to apologize for the way that I handled our arguments in the past. Sorry, guys, you won't hear this because you don't fucking listen anymore because I was an asshole. But um, that's not to say that I can't talk about things in general, a general nature uh, that make me very fucking angry. Four-way fucking stops. Are they really that fucking hard? <laughs> are they? Oh, God. So I had to run to uh, Dick's Sporting Goods just an hour before I came over here. <laughs> Dick's. Four-way stop right up here. Yeah. And With the one right up here? To go. The yeah, there's only nobody yeah. on Hammond. Two okay. people on Ridgeway. Okay, yep. That's the one. That's the one I always think of when I think of how tough four-way stops are. So there's me and then a car on Ridgeway, the opposite corner, right. coming opposite directions. Right. They take off. Should be my turn. Right. Nope. The guy directly behind him followed the person in front of him and oh, turned right in front of him. Oh, that makes me fucking mad. That's the second time that's happened in two weeks. You know what? You know why he does that? Because he thinks in his mind, I stopped. Hey, you stopped, stopped yeah. behind somebody, you motherfucker. You didn't stop. Hey, my watch just told me to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's or what I love is like if you everybody gets there at roughly the same time, and then you just sit, and then you always have two or three the the two or three other cars that kind of continue to roll. It's like what does starting your re- wheels rolling a four way stop mean? It means you have not the intention to go. Yeah, but instead they're all doing it, and I'm the only one sitting still. And so I'm just the like the person on the right has right away. Yeah, like if two people get there at the same time, the person on the right has the right away. Yeah. Have you ever been watch people lose their fucking minds? Because this happened to me the other day. I uh, got to a fucking four way stop, and one of the cars was a fucking cop car. People lose their shit. They don't know what to do. And I'm just watching. I'm watching the fucking cop. I'm watching the people. I'm like, I wish I had popcorn. This is fucking amazing. Because they're just like, start go, start go, start go. And then they try to wave him through. And he was the last one there. So he's like, now go ahead and come on. And then they're like, <laughs> like yeah, he's going to wave you through and then pull you over. Like that's 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 what I'm sure what his fucking cop goal is is to wave you through, pull you over for something. What? What's he going to? He still has to have a reason to fucking pull you over, people. If if he waves you through. Believe it or not, well, yeah, there's a law <laughs> that says that you have to do what he tells you to do. So if he's directing traffic, which I guess in that case he kind of is, and waves you through, just fucking go. I mean, make sure it's safe, but go for Christ's sake. He's not trying to trick you, okay? He's not. He doesn't just drive to that four-way stop over and over just hoping that you'll go when it's not your turn. Because technically there's nothing they can enforce there. Not your turn is not a ticket. As long as you made a fucking complete stop... And didn't cause an accident. It, it's really nothing he can do. All right. So just don't be a fucking douchebag. Just the rules are simple. If you get there first and stop first, it's your turn first. If two of you get there at the same time and you're on the right, it's your fucking turn. Make sure your wheels stop fucking rolling. It's not that goddamn hard. Every time I pull up to a four way stop, I turn to Jenny and I go, driving's hard. Cause these fucking retards can't fucking can't figure it out. It's just fucking so easy. Yeah, I said retards. It's a scientific term. I'm not going to stop using it. Fucking 
If a tree, two trees, you plant at the same time. One tree grows bigger, the other tree is smaller. What do you say happened to its growth? Its growth was retarded. It's scientific. Just because something is used to refer to something over and over and over, and people don't want to be that something anymore, doesn't mean you can't call it that anymore. It's a fucking scientific word. Like, I, you know, like, bald. You can't, you can't use bald anymore. Why not? It's bald. Well, because that's it's derogatory. No, you're just describing someone as not having hair. Well, that's what you have to say. You have to say follicle Fuck challenge. <laughs> like, fuck that. No, it's just bald. Now, if you're calling him fucking QE McCue ball, now that's kind of rude. Like, they're not calling, they're not calling him retardersons. <laughs> it's like they're mentally retarded. Now, if you call them a retard, that's, that's not cool. But it's a scientific term. You can't, you can't make a scientific term fucking negative, negative, negative. Can't make it. Is that the word I'm looking for? Right. The reverse of negative? Well, no, it's re- you can't make a scientific term derogatory. That's what I'm looking for. It's just a term. Just like, oh no, they're handy. They're they're handy capable. It was that. That's fucking. That's fucking. That is goddamn fucking condescending as shit. Like you're handy capable. That's fucking condescending. Like you're differently abled. Like condescending. Just be like, you know what? You got a fucking bad rap, but you can still be. Plenty fucking, you can be plenty fucking uh, successful. Like, just stop changing words and start changing the fucking idea. Like, yes, you may be mentally retarded, but you will live a full life. You will have a job. You'll have a wife. You'll have children. You'll be happy. You'll have a marriage. You'll have a full wedding. You'll have dogs. You'll have cats. Everything is going to be fine. You'll be treated fine. You're going to be you're gonna be treated with respect, with dignity. Or you're handy capable and everybody treats them like shit. Which is better? <laughs> Like, which is better? I mean, granted, it's not, I'm exaggerating for effect. It's not an either-or situation. But really, really, what what's more important? Like, the idea or the fact that you got people out there wanting shit to change just so that they can say they change shit? Yeah. It doesn't make any person... The only reason that a, retarded, a mentally retarded person feels bad about being called mentally retarded is because somebody tells them they should feel bad about it. Like, if if... Now, if you're like, you're just a dumb retard, now that's probably going to hurt their feelings, and it fucking should, because it's a mean thing to say, right? But to say, you, now, now if I turn to you and say, well, you're fucking mentally retarded, that's fucking hurtful, because it implies that you're not able to cognitively process information, even though, to best of my knowledge, you are perfectly healthy. <laughs> now, that's an asshole thing to do. It's like calling a fucking skinny girl fat. You don't do that. Maybe there's nothing wrong with being a little overweight, but you don't call a skinny girl fat because you're trying to tell her she's something she's not. It's like dressing up a bunch of fucking uh, male baseball players uh, in uh, Rockford Peaches uniforms and making them fucking get their pictures taken uh, as part of hazing. That's not a fucking comment on transgender. That's just like, hey, let's do this funny thing to these people and watch them get embarrassed. Like, well, that just means you think being transgender is derogatory. I'm like, no. It doesn't, because these guys aren't transgender, and that's what makes it funny. If they were transgender, it wouldn't be funny anymore. It would just be them being them. It's like putting me in a goddamn suit and tie. Kind of funny. Look like a fucking monkey on a motorcycle. Like, ridiculousness. 
because I don't wear suits and ties. It's not who I am. That does not mean that by putting me in a suit and tie, you're making fun of people on Wall Street. That logic don't work. That dog don't hunt. That's not the way fucking logic works. See, I can still get mad. <laughs> it's fucking re- goddamn ridiculous. The logic ship is sailed, man. Fuck, it sailed and sunk. Yeah, it's done. James Cameron's going to be doing a fucking story in 10 years about the logic ship. And if that motherfucker can find it, he's doing way better than he did with that fucking Titanic expedition. This has been episode 291 of Misinformation Podcast. With you, as always, I'm Zach. And I'm Owen. Love you. Hostile you. You're driving me crazy. Hostile you. Yeah, you can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. You can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. Yeah, you can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. Now you, hostile you. Can you tell that I haven't been to see my therapist lately? (laughs) You've just heard the misinformation theme song, Hostile You, by the Matt Lees Band. Thanks for listening.